Bringing in the age of Aquarius as some very rare cosmic events will be happening here on the end of this 2020 vision, clear vision year. And we've been talking all week on the Sovereign Woman Movement show podcast about how to prepare for this epic time for humanity. And today we're going to be looking at everything we've talked about this week. And I'll be bringing my Friday, beautiful, gorgeous co-host, Vida de Lizzy, to join me so we can discuss a little bit deeper of what these changes mean to all of us spiritually, emotionally, and physically. So Satnam and welcome to the Sovereign Women Movement show where it is our mission to awaken the women of the world spiritually by empowering them with the holistic tools that they need to heal body, mind, and spirit, and to bring in an enlightened society as this old one crumbles. Satnam and happy, happy Friday to all of you. So what I'm going to be doing here is I'm going to be bringing on my Friday co-host, Vida de Lizzie, so we can talk a little bit more about this new age of consciousness and what it actually even means in, in, a, in a regular human terms. Satnam, <laughs> how are you? Happy Friday. Happy Friday! I know I always look forward to these because I know it's Friday. Mm. I know it's like even if it's so weird because so, so many more people because are working from home and yeah. Which by the way, yesterday I was out. I went out to Target. Like at it was like one or two o'clock, and it was like a Sunday. Like really? yeah. A lot of people there. yeah, like I'm like I I, I kind of thought maybe it had to do with like maybe people really are working from home and maybe they're getting their christmas shopping done early i don't know but i honestly thought it was like a sunday like the lines were packed and it was so interesting because uh you hear one thing you know on the news and then you see other things in in real life or maybe it was just me i don't know but welcome and thank you so much for being here it's definitely some funky times <laughs> i know that you and i have even commented um within our own chats god morning ladies thank you so much for being here grace how are you how are you? Thank you for being here. Happy Friday. But I know we've talked about like almost like feeling like aliens and Grace says working from home at Target. <laughs> I think that's what they're doing. Use the bus, use their Wi-Fi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even going to judge. Whatever, dude. Um, and so we've been talking about the age of Aquarius and these really epic times that are happening. And I kind of looked at it astrologically, which I would love for you to kind of give us your perspective as to what it actually means to you emotionally, physically as a human being. Also someone that, and I don't consider myself to be very advanced in astrology at all. I feel like it's like a, a science that you have to learn like your whole life. Like you just keep yeah. unlayering and, and just learning and through it. But um, it's very important in my life. I'm definitely a junkie and you catch me listening probably at least to one to two podcasts a day on astrology and then doing my own research, you know? Um, but I kind of just want to open up the conversation so you and I can talk about like this age of Aquarius, this Jupiter-Saturn conjunction, what are you feeling? And then we'll look at what we talked about each week, each day, you know, we'll look at how shadow work plays a role in, in us moving into this new life and also alchemy, you know, what does that even uh, mean to you? So were you even aware, first and foremost, like of this great conjunction that was happening like at the end of, the, of this month, December 21st? Um, I, I wasn't, so it's actually funny how it all worked out. Um, so I, I, I told you that I've been kind of seeing like the number three, I've been telling you like I've been seeing rebirth. Um, I, I just, I, I don't know, 
I was feeling a big push within me. And so just now that I'm starting to watch more like astrology and videos on what's going to happen on the 21st, it all just like clicked for me. Because I was thinking 33, I'm not going to be 33 next year. Like, what does that even mean? I even came to you and I'm like, I don't know why I keep seeing this number in my meditations everywhere. And I feel like I'm going crazy. Like, am I having a psychopath? Like, am I having a psychotic breakdown right now? Like, I need to be honest with me. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so actually just today with hearing some of the astrological and, and what is actually going to take place, felt it like my my body felt it and I just my mind wasn't caught up to it yet you know my 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 mind need making sense of all of it of all of it it just wasn't there right but it but my body and my soul was like hey trying to you know get me there so I, I that's when I started feeling out that did I realize it just now probably today yeah. the importance of it and I think that's the beauty of astrology because it's like you don't have to learn it for thousands of years for it to resonate as truth and it is not like fortune telling where it dictates a future it gives you a psychological, a spiritual, an energetical overview of what is happening in the cosmos, which then when you listen to it, you're like, wow, that's exactly what I'm going through. And then it gives you like the awareness to then help you make some shifts or at least to like have a little bit of understanding because life can feel really confusing right now. Like that's, that's one of the things that, you know, first of all, this whole year people have been really under a lot of uncertainty, right. And a lot of fear in, in a lot of different ways. So that in itself takes a huge toll on the nervous system, right? Like, it's almost like we're just trying to sort of like catch up from everything that happened this year. Yeah. And then, and everything that happens here is influenced obviously by the cosmos because of all of the changes. Like this Saturn Jupiter conjunct hasn't happened since the medieval ages. So it's hundreds of years. And our, and we, I think, because if you yourself have been more interested in astrology, I have seen a lot more people come out of the closet and talk about how astrology plays a really huge part in their life, how they make business decisions around it. So I think, I don't know about you, but do you believe that more and more people are actually like gravitating towards these uh, teachings for, for guidance and knowing that it's not just like, oh, some fortune telling? I'm definitely seeing a different perspective of it. I'm definitely seeing it going from um, the stereotypical, I'm an Aquarius, I'm a this, I'm a that, and these are my tendencies to more as, as in the sign is or the moon is in Aquarius, or, you know, the Jupiter is going into this sign. So it's more of an elemental. Yeah. At, at least for me, that's how I've seen it, and maybe that's what I've seen around me too, that it's, I'm actually moving the shift of being, oh, I'm an Aquarius, so these are my tendencies to, you know, I still have free will, but the air is, or, you know, the tendencies, or what I'm, vibrating and energy that's what I'm feeling more of a feel and I think that's very important for the coming age of Aquarius actually is, is coming into that that feel um and the different shift and I, I've seen it in a lot of different a lot of different ways 
Well, I think because you're right. I think because the feeling is that guidance, it's that intuitive knowing versus before, you know, in the age of Pisces, it was more of like somebody outside of me guide me. You know, it was either, you know, the priest or the guru or, or the government where age of Aquarius, Aquarius symbolizes the people. So it really is of the people and it is a union, a collaborative effort, right? And that's where I think where if you, this is why I've said, you know, even if you don't understand any of this, you're, you're going to feel the changes of DNA, you know, emotionally, physically. But I also think it, it's taking, rewiring ourselves because we, I, I don't know about you, but we've been programmed to live in the masculine energy mostly, you know, in the, in the conquer and acquisition of material. And when we do start to trust our feelings and we start to feel them, it can actually be really, really scary. And I know for you, like when you say rebirth, like what does that even mean to you? What, are, what do you feel that you're leaving behind that is now needing to basically, you're needing to step up into this new you? Yeah, that's funny because I think I heard the astrologer actually today was talking about how we're going from the earth signs now to the air signs with this change. Um, and the earth was very that the build, the money, the what you had in your home, like the earth, you know, just just of the earth. And now shifting over to the connecting to the air, to the humanitarian, right? So for me personally, which this is why for me as a as an Aquarius, to me, I've always betrayed that side of me. I have always betrayed the humanitarian side, the feminine side, right? I was so um, connected to what this earth was and what was going on here that that to me that's the shift, the biggest shift for me personally, right? Is to let go of trying to find an answer, a cute like a earthly answer, and moving more into there's there there's no reason to attached to that answer but move forward so you are able to move into the humanitarian the you know the, the consciousness of, of everyone moving together and i i personally feel like a lot of people are, are feeling this and that's the biggest rewiring that we have to do in our consciousness yeah. because we've always been taught to compete and we, we haven't been taught that we are each other and we haven't been taught to be led by our emotions i mean women are totally messed up because of not you know you should be this way a good girl but man man like don't cry you know don't don't be weak and what happens then we have all these shadows that then show up in in the adulthood right and those are the yeah. things and that's why people don't want to feel their emotions because it's if you haven't faced your emotions for 10 20 30 years wow, there's going to be a lot that comes out. And I feel like we, we women do need a lot of, of course, it's us because the minute that we wake up, I mean, this is the whole mission of the sovereign woman movement is truly to awaken the women spiritually. And it's not mumbo jumbo. Awakening spiritually is being able to be with all that you are, you know, being not bypassing our own healing, right? And not looking for the answers outside of us because they're right here. Right. And that's the biggest, I think that's scary for a lot of people because a lot of people, especially in a society, you know, we'd rather give up our, our sovereignty to someone else as long as they could tell us how to live our life and what to believe. 
So that's where I feel that we have a disconnect of, 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 uh, of humanity where, you know, I see that some, some of the things that humans did this year really shocked me. Like, you know, like I was like, wow, that's, but then if it's in them and I saw it and I judged it, it's, it's in me too. Right. <laughs> so yeah. absolutely. If I was, <laughs> no, I was not the hoarder of the toilet paper. I was not, but I was judging for sure. And I was, yeah. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. And that's, that was what, it was not work that they needed to do. It was work that I needed to do to stop judging and to have compassion because ultimately it's like this whole year has just been about having compassion for myself, <laughs> for, for others. And, you know, everybody's just actually trying to do their best. Cause this is a big change, a big change. What, what does it feel yeah. like to you? Like emotionally, like, are you, are you feeling grounded or are you, uh, feel, or are there moments of bliss or where, where is the rebirth for you? Um, yeah, so I, I, I guess it's it's connecting to myself, right? Um, and and I, I feel like I, I right now, if I could, I would just run off and like go plant a lot of plants somewhere and just be out and like away from everything. Like that's how I feel, right? Like that I just need to go and reconnect to like mother to Pachamama like that's how I feel like I'm, I'm losing connection and that's been actually a really big sign for me within the last maybe six months is my loss of connection is really driving me to fear so not feeling connected with you know my husband not feeling connected with my kids of losing that connection is actually all rooted within the, the fear of losing myself again and allowing myself maybe to make the same mistakes that I have in the past. Losing that, that fear of losing that connection within myself really is driving me to know that this is going to be a shift for me, that, that I must let go of that fear of not being connected and actually just connect and where does that begin is connecting with myself so i'm really feeling the rebirth in connection for some reason and connecting Mm -hmm. that's the card that we got this morning inside of our group it was gaia gaia it was connection you need you need to slow down and connect to mother earth more really and i even said like you need to go into nature because Yeah, I literally got chills when you said that. And I think that's one thing that is happening that's a big shift is Mother Nature is calling her her children back. You know, the one thing that a lot of people call this astrologically what's happening, you know, but uh, five, five years ago, I think it was, we were in Oregon for the Oregon eclipse. It was like a once in a lifetime event because we were able to see the eclipse from here. It was, it was a total uh, solar eclipse. So it was like nine in the morning and the sun got covered completely, but you, you had to be in specific areas of the USA. And we had our family, we were going through so much during that time. We were going through uh, so much spiritual awakening. That's why what's happening right now, it's like a walk in the park, you know, because I feel like we were being trained like five years ago, each one of us in our own way to really 
face the demons and the shadows. And when we were there, there were two tribes there. Well, actually not two tribes. There were tribes from all over the world, from the East, from the West, from the South, from the North. And each of them were there basically to bring forth the, the prophecy of the condor and the eagle. Uh, Have you heard of this? I just heard that this morning. Oh my gosh. So you you hear what I'm, it's exactly what is being described as the age of Aquarius too. It's the same thing. And all the tribes got together and they were actually preparing for this big rebirth in consciousness, right? And, And what it is, is that the eagle represents the mind and the mind has in the West, especially, we have created a lot through technology and through all of these different things. But the condor represents the 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 heart, the yeah. the feelings and the emotions, and being able to bring into union both. So there's this prophecy from the Hopi people, from different indigenous tribes, that they're going to come into union during this time of Age of Aquarius, and that we'll be able to basically be more evolved beings because. What has taken us over is basically our mind and and this is the other thing you know not, none of us were given tools to train the mind we were like they were just get, they gave us a really powerful tool the mind but it's just a tool and that's where now it's become very frightening for people because they haven't faced it right yeah, for sure. And I, I, maybe that's what it's, it's coming back to is that connection, right? The connection of actually that it, what we can reference as the ego and the heart, you know, where, and, and this is a lot of the work that we do is understanding both polarities so that you don't have any fear of either, right? That you don't say, oh, I'm so egotistical and that that's a negative thing, but knowing that the ego is there to serve a purpose and the heart is also, right? And and learning to not say, I'm, I'm too in my feelings, I'm too emotional, to my heart space, um, knowing that, that whether you are, is there is an imbalance that you know how to catch that imbalance right. and then bring it back as one, right? Yeah. And I think that's that's probably one of the hardest things to have to do, especially with everything that's going on right now. That's a lot to ask for of, of people, right? Yeah. But that that is what it's going to take yeah. to get up to that next level. Right. And that, what that's going to take is for us to reparent ourselves because no one right. else no one's going to do it for you. You, It's not judging your shadows, like you said, those feelings. It's being aware of them so that you know how to deal with them and you're not projecting them out into the world. And that's the thing that people, it, it, this is why I, I, the movement is about awakening spiritually. It's because we can all awaken to unity consciousness. We literally, it is a possibility. And I know it's a possibility in my life and I know it's a possibility in your life. You know, we have to think bigger in a sense of not just accumulation of material uh, and financial wealth that's absolutely i mean it's it's a priority as well we need an economic revolution where women those that are especially spiritually connected in divine balance with their femininity and and masculinity to we need an economic revolution we need to be billionaires we need to be millionaires you know i'm not saying that at all but why are you doing what you're doing you know one of the most famous TED Talks. I I think his name is Simon. I forgot his full name, but it was about why he does what he does, not what does he do? Why do you do what you do? And, and we're as, you know, we're a society that we, our nervous systems are so out of whack. And this is where we have to have a lot of compassion for ourselves, because I think all of us can agree that we've been distracted from the outer world a lot this year. And I believe 
it's it's that whole holding on to to that power and that control, right? To be able to have the predictive analytics to be able to sell you something and to put you in a system, right? And all of that, we're all awakening from that. And then the great master said that it would be women from the West, you and I from here, from because we think that we're so, we don't have a lot of freedom, but quite honestly, we have a lot more freedom than our sisters, you know, in the East. And, and you know, there's a whole documentary on how we even brought education to girls. We would change this whole world, this whole world violence. So I think, I think the awareness that there's a lot of work to be done is here and it can really mess with us. But at the same time, one of the things that you said that I thought was so wise was that you're wanting to leave that mentality of the martyr behind. Why did you say that? I mean, it's, it's not serving me any purpose and it's stagnant energy and I can feel it as stagnant energy and it's coming up as anger and um, self-doubt. It's coming up as um, anguish. Um, all of those emotions that um, stay stagnant within, because I did the womb cleaning as well, that I can feel them in my gut and my wounds that are just not serving me. Um, so that's my shadow right now and that's my shadow work that I'm doing personally because I see how frozen I become that martyr trying to find someone to blame for the pain that I'm going through you know or that I may be feeling you know all those things that really most of the time are just self-inflicting my own wounds right coming back and pouring more salt on my wound instead of tending to it and and then and then being able to see look it's it's healed right is what you tell your kids right we gotta take the band-aid off girl we gotta let some air in it we gotta let it heal and then look the re- the skin it regrows and it repurposes itself so that you may use it again Right. It's so funny you say those analogies to your kids, and this is what you're seeing. You have to reparent yourself, right? And it's what we're trying to teach our kids. That's that's the mentality I'm trying to have for my kids right now. Right? Is not to be a martyr, not to hold on to those wounds. Which is funny because it's what I'm trying to teach myself. Right. Always. Right. And it's what I I just posted on Instagram. Right. The, The other day when I said. You know, when you give advice to someone and you realize that that's the shit you need to hear yourself. Always. always. My God. (laughs) (laughs) But at the same time, there's layers because at least you're even aware of that program. There's a lot of people that are on the, you know, that click movie. It's just a program. And then 30, 40 years have passed and, and there's no judgment, but that that's the reality. And that's why it's frustrating a lot too when we see people that we want them to change and that's why it's impossible for you to want others to change and not set those expectations and to really just look at how you can shift that within yourself because that there's programs all of us have programs you know we have good programs we have bad programs we have programs period I mean you can't even judge them right and it's like that's what I mean it's this whole bringing awareness and I don't think awareness a lot of people it's scary for them self-awareness uncomfortable very uncomfortable and i think that's the society that is really crumbling right now yeah 
that's the society that that really is it's freaking out and it's gonna take you know probably until 20 they're saying because pluto is gonna destroy everything right so maybe until you know 2024 but we're going through something so epic as a human race that like i know this 2020 has been very challenging for so many people but i want to remember every moment of this year because i feel that every we were as human beings tested and tried in every area where the wound was still there you know and this is where your character shows up because it's not how you act in the times when it's really really awesome and and it's a walk in the park it's in these times that you pick up the wisdom and that you realize wow and this is why it feels like a rebirth i mean for you it's definitely i think for me it's more about stop the whole hustle you don't have to do a lot you have to learn to be yeah because i can i keep telling you (laughs) i keep sending you these astrological you know the readings and you know your horoscopes and i'm like it's true it's trying to tell you that to start leading with your heart with your mind yeah and it all goes back to self-worth yeah, it goes sure. that's what it is and it, the womb healing for me was about that about it, definitely not at the level of the way I used to be because I was you know I think it was even like our parents are hard workers hard workers right and so it's almost like instilled in us and in my days you know as a real estate broker I were I household you know and and I and I did it almost it wasn't because I created more work it was because of my lack of own, own self-worth and that's what John says he's like we 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 can put ourselves on sale for other people yeah (laughs) yeah I did that a lot with relationships maybe not work um and that's kind of funny you say that because that's another piece of awareness right is that I always thought that I was just complacent at work um but it wasn't there where I was looking for my self-worth it was actually in relationships that's Mm. that's where I struggled with my self-worth you know and so it shows up in, in different ways and it's it's that awareness piece of, of, of realizing that where is it showing up in my life and where do I need to do the work because it's not the relationship right of the world that that's around you is a is a mirror of what's inside of you you are creating you're co-creating this world that you live in because it is what is inside you whether you want to see it or not it's it's birthed right in front of you and so it's now is the time to figure out what are you wanting to burn okay are you wanting to birth the pain and the suffering because if that's what is is happening and i'm not saying that pain and suffering is bad but it's something that that you maybe need to hold you know maybe you need to hug it you know so that you can alchemize it into power into self-worth into walking into any room knowing who you are no matter how loud the world is around you you know that's what it is because there's a lot of people out there that are hurting and they're they're hurting and what are they doing they're buying clothes or you know all the material stuff which is no longer gonna work the age or the taurus the the earth signs is now we're moving into the air signs, which is much more above than just our own, what we have in our closets, what we have in our garages, you know, what we have in our front yard, 
Um, it's, it's what we have in our hearts, what we have in our children, and what we're bringing forth forward, right? right. And all the facades and the fakeness is falling apart. You see all the people being exposed, all the, you know, it's just no authenticity and being true and, and you worrying about you, you know, and not what are you doing to project out these, these situations that you're experiencing because you can't have an excuse of, oh, I have a little self-worth and that's just what's going to happen. You know, that. And that's the, that's the whole martyr thing, right? right? And that's some of the things that I, that I know that I need to start taking accountability at the end of the day it's like you have to start taking accountability of yourself yeah. right you, you've got the recognition of it and now you see it and now it's like all these little things that you have to do which is not bad you know we're all a work in progress what i'm saying is that it's going to be uncomfortable right. right for a lot of people that are just that are not expressing and those that are expressing themselves and being, you know, me more more able to accept the tears that come or, the, you know, the emotions that come, you know, bringing all those emotions in and being accepting of those emotions, right. you know, then uh, then you're able to move them into something. It's like when you have a really good cry, you know, mm-hmm. like you cry for 10 to 15 minutes and then after you feel so cleansed, right? right? Yeah. And you feel like, okay, like I'm just clean of that. That that's what that's the alchemy that that you're looking for, and, and it can be in many different things. Right, and and I be, I believe that the the best way to be able to do that is you have to have those moments of going within, so you could become self aware, and you can yourself apply whatever it is that you need to apply to help you raise that frequency. That's the one thing why I have. You know, I always used to have this, the other shoe's going to drop. I was afraid of the future because I lived there, you know. Now, like I've been feeling this this month. I've just been, I'm like, man, if I have a meditation practice that helps me every single day, I don't know how people out there do it that don't. Because, you know, as I started to become aware of how, you know, everything that's going on with the summit, I've been so busy just, you know, with the speakers and everything that's going on that I the number one thing that kept popping up in my head is the energy that you're putting into it day to day is more important than anything else. And so the energy that I want to bring to it is of love, of compassion, of kindness, of, of, of excitement, of, of, of not of worry or not of it. Is this going to do that? And that, because that's my old yeah. self, you know, that's, yeah. and also of not needing to do anything uh, except work on myself to allow the right woman to come to the event. Right. right. And, and the minute that I started to detach from that, like all of these different registrations started to pull through and I was like, Whoa, this is insane how this works, but I'm not used to that. I'm used yeah. to having to do a lot to actually get something. And that's the whole thing that it goes back to, you know, I started to become aware of that. So I applied this meditation, which we're going to be doing this at a Satori. It's the, on the radiant body. And it's not an easy one, but I, the minute that I've been doing it for like five days and it's insane, like 11 minutes of lifting your hands up and it's, but it has given me this freaking courage and this stability in my nervous system where I know I have a lot to do, but it's so organized in my mind. And it's so in like alignment with higher consciousness that like the fear has just completely gone away. And, and the whole, and I still have my moments of anxiety, but I, I can process them there and then versus before where I would, cause it's more important. And that's what people don't realize. It's not even 
what you birth it's the it's the journey and i know that sounds like cliche but it really is the reality like it is the journey about everything in life and that's where we have to you know really look at the nervous system stabilize it and then learn to not have to be a hustler beggar pretty much yeah and not being afraid to give you know giving birth to uh, and this is probably insensitive to say but to um to things that don't grow you know you know just removing those things out of your body you know that that are just not serving because there are different types of births that that we experience right and not all of them flourish and, and that's okay and, and being able to you know mourn it and then again move forward from it right for those things that just didn't that didn't grow and, and that's that's okay too right well i think that or you live with a lot of regrets you know yeah you uh, hold it in. right and I, and then the universe is so funny because you say you're gonna do something and then you don't do it and then someone else does it and you're like Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but that's how it is you know because the the universe is always trying to download uh birthing something and then and and whoever says yes energetically will actually make it happen Diane says, yes, trained for this. Seriously, we really trained for 2020. I think our past five years, if you're, especially if you're part of our community, you're like, what this? Oh, this is that. <laughs> We've, and that's the whole beauty about it. There's many dark nights of the soul. You know, it's, that's, that's, and again, you don't become afraid of ever, ever anything happening because you're just, you're true to who you are, right? Still standing in sovereignty, Diane says, and Grace says, once you face your shadows, it is hard to ignore them. Awareness is a gift, but hard work. It is very true, Grace. And that's why people are like, oh, meditation, I'll do that. Uh, I don't think you will. Even trying to do 11, day, or 11 minutes every single day. And I guess for me, I, it's the rewards and results that I've already received. And I know what happens uh, when I don't do my inner work and, and I look at my life too I mean I see how many how much people are struggling and I'm in full gratitude you know and bring it like you said because one of the things that this has taught me this year is to let go of attachments even for the things that I truly love that I that I'm not gonna set those expectations on that or people because I'm so connected to who I am you know yeah that's one of the biggest things that I think we've all learned this year. Last month was all about letting go of attachments and, and illusions. So this uh, this is going to be exciting because this weekend, actually, we do get to spend some time in nature. So I'm excited to see you up in nature. Yes, me too. I, I literally, I wish I could pack and just go right now. <laughs> I, feel. I feel like this was is, is much needed to be able to be out and, you know, the cleanse that I'm doing and, and a lot of different things come right well and that's how you respond to this as i'm glad you brought that up because it's like okay i'm taking time for myself my family i'm going out to nature you're cleansing too which is amazing and you're trying to connect in the best way possible to you and that's that's what i was saying this morning inside of our group it's like we get to december and we kind of just snooze you know we we start to and we remember that especially as it come as it relates to um resolutions if you it's just proven that if you start in december you're more apt to actually keep them 
So I actually, to me, I up my meditation practice. I picked up three new 11 minute meditations, uh, very now disciplined about waking up a lot earlier now, because the reason I get anxiety is if I'm not done before seven is because I have so much to do already after seven. And that's, and if I'm meditating after seven, I'm like, ah, my mind is completely like, it's just and, like, I should be doing this. Yeah. I should be doing that. And that's just an old program. Again, it's the whole, I always had so much to do and it's just like, ugh. But yeah, I, I upped my meditations, um, changed my satna a little bit. And then I also am cleansing too. This, this whole month, I'm just completely just eating a lot more lighter and just getting ready for, for the 21st. Because the more, that's one thing, the more cleansed you are physically, the more you can download the messages from the universe, the more you can actually look at this window between eclipses with a lot more clarity and 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 because the guides are here there's a lot of connection a lot of interesting things that have been happening but it's it's all part of the journey and not attaching is, is definitely part of the gig too so thank right, you so much that, that was one of the things too sorry i was yeah. in my in my cleansing book like my mother-in-law bought me this 10-day um, green juice book you know where it gives you recipes and stuff and then one of the things that she said is like you're gonna be more you're gonna feel more light and then also your clarity in your brain you know you'll have more clarity once you start using these green juices and stuff so definitely that's that's something that if you guys have in just one or two days of just green juicing that like that that really helps you connect and clear yourself right and what helps a lot with that too that I do is uh, typically I'll add a meditation to one, like a specific one. And when I start to, or a chant, a mantra, usually one. And then when I start to get hungry, I'll just start chanting it. And usually by like the second day, it starts to, the longest fast I ever did was like, I think it was 15 days, two weeks. It was insane. Uh, that, that gave me trauma. It was last year, right at the beginning. <laughs> I mean, it was this year. <laughs> I try to make Alex, my husband, do the meditation this morning. The one I'm doing, it's like this for 11 minutes. You have to stay like this for 11 minutes and it opens up the radiant body and you do a specific chant with it. He's like, yeah, I'll do it with you. And then we sit down. I think he made it to like maybe 45 seconds. He's like, I'm done. He's like, are you going to do that for 11 minutes? I was like, yeah, I'm going to do this for 11 minutes. When I go in, I go all in. <laughs> It's ex it's really exciting, you know, when you can go behind after I was done with the 15 day fast, I felt like I could read people's minds. It was insane. But I will I ever will I ever do it again? I don't know. I, it left me really, really traumatized. I was like so hungry, so hungry. But yes, big tip for all you ladies. And if you want to cleanse energetically and emotionally and spiritually, of course, join us at the three-day virtual Sovereign Woman Summit. And you'll be able to use this alchemical energy. You know, you see everybody, all the news media posting about it, you know, because it's 800 years that this hasn't happened. And we're not only going to be listening from amazing trailblazers, but we're going to be integrating. We're going to have 6 a.m. Sadhana, Kundalini Yoga Sadhana, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. And then we're going to be having specific classes, uh, so sound healing, learning about uh, what it takes to be a sovereign woman in this world today, and beautiful sovereign goddesses. So join us. This is three days, and you can be anywhere from the world virtually. 
and you'll be able to basically join us complimentary by picking up your ticket at sovereignwomanmovement.com. You can click on the link below if you're listening to the podcast, or you can also click on the link inside of my Instagram bio. So yeah, I'm super pumped and excited for this weekend too. I, I need the, the relaxation just as much as you do. And, and I relax, I feel, but connecting to nature is like nothing else, you know? We're, we're lucky because we do have desert mountains here, but when you're around like the trees, it changes everything. Yeah. So I'm excited to um, be yeah. with you this weekend. We're, all of our family is going to basically go together and we need it. All of us need it. My mom needs it. We literally are just going to go and hang out and, and, and enjoy each other and eat healthy food, only drink juices. I'm going to be, we're holding each other accountable, which is great because uh, you definitely need an accountability buddy. And then, um, so I'm excited to see you there this weekend. And ladies, I'm thankful for each and everyone. We're thankful. We're both thankful. Thank you for staying in your sovereignty. Thank you for remembering who you are. Remember, this is all a collaborative effort. We're a community here. As we remember who we are, you remember who you are, we start to shift this entire universe and we start to create this force that is unstoppable. And that's exactly what our movement is all about. So thank you so much for being here. I love you all very much. Happy Friday. Happy Venus Friday. And thank you, Lizzie. I love you. I can't wait to see you. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's Sovereign Woman Movement Show podcast episode. Let's continue the conversation by joining me in my free training on how to heal emotionally and awakening spiritually, where I share with you my exact three-step framework, the SWC method on how to take your sovereignty back. So click on the link below and pick a time that works best for you. Also, follow me on Instagram at Veronica Bear again, I am, and also in our community page at Sovereign Woman Movement. I look forward in connecting with you there. Satnam.